Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hi, this is George Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder, and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. What is it? Why is it there? Why do we suffer with it? And more importantly, I'm going to say to you right now, if you do not have a little bit of imposter syndrome in you, the chances are you're not pushing yourself hard enough. If you are someone that already self-identifies as having imposter syndrome or occasionally suffering with imposter syndrome, then understand this, you are not alone. I saw a study some years ago, and I can't remember the exact number, but it's something like 92% of all top-level CEOs suffer with imposter syndrome. I would say also, by the way, just looking through my club and I look at business owners, successful and other business owners just starting out on their journey, and I would say probably the similar sort of number to that potentially have some kind of imposter syndrome going on. So first of all, what is imposter syndrome? Well, imposter syndrome is really simple. It's where you feel like you're going to get found out. You feel you don't deserve the position you're in. You don't feel you deserve maybe what you have in life. The idea is somehow I'm going to get found out for being a fraud. Someone's going to find out eventually that it's just me, George Swift, and I'm not this great person that people think I am. Yeah, CEO, you know, they're going to find out that I'm that snotty little child that wet my bed as opposed to this incredibly powerful CEO. Or, you know what, they're going to realize that I have insecurities and I'm not as confident as I'm portraying. The truth of the matter is, many people suffer with imposter syndrome and it's something that plagues a lot of successful people. And the more successful you take that demographic from, the more likely you are to find imposter syndrome in it. So imposter syndrome is a completely natural part of success. The question is, how much is it debilitating your ability to enjoy your life, be fulfilled and do what it is that you want to do? So now we know what it is, the perils of it are, you either sabotage your life, you hold yourself back, you are either ashamed or embarrassed of what you're doing, you don't put yourself out there in the world to the degree you could do, you constantly feel like you're a fraud and a fake, and it has incredibly damaging effects on your self-esteem. It can obviously affect your ability to be successful, your ability to have successful relationships, your ability to enjoy the things that you've earned and the things that you have in life. Why is it there? Well, it's really simple. It's really important in evolution. And if you listen to any of my episodes, I talk about evolution a lot. Why? Because evolutionary speaking, we are still an animal in the jungle. It's just our jungle has become this sophisticated workplace or a sophisticated society or civilization. But fundamentally, we are an animal in the jungle and we have all these inbuilt responses, behaviors, actions, reactions that have evolved over millions of years in order to keep us safe as a species. 
Why would something like imposter syndrome have evolved? Why would something that can be so debilitating, something that can hurt so much, can be upsetting, can limit life, why would that have evolved? Well, the same reason that any pain or suffering has evolved is to keep us safe. And fundamentally, the imposter syndrome is to protect us from being found out because when we're found out, we will lose what we have. So it's a way of protecting us from losing what we have, right? Fundamentally, losing our safety, either losing our safety in the tribe, because if we are betrayed at being something we're not, we're deceitful. If we're lying, if the tribe find out that we're lying, we're deceitful, we're a threat to the tribe, the tribe will then deal with that threat. That threat would be to either punish us, kill us, or ostracize us. All three of which, by the way, are not good for us. So how do we protect ourselves from that? We protect ourselves from making sure that we don't put ourselves in a position where that can happen. Why do we feel it? Well, fundamentally, it's because we know secretly deep down that we haven't always been this person that we are portraying right now. And the imposter syndrome slips in because we make the mistake of instead of interacting with ourselves and having a relationship with ourselves in our current form, we are still treating us in response to our past. So, for example, the CEO that used to wet his bed, the surgeon that used to burn the legs off the ants or the actor that is, you know, potentially crippled by confidence issues, what they're doing is instead of treating themselves and seeing themselves through the eyes of those people that revere them or put them in that position of regard, they still see themselves as that vulnerable child or that broken human being. And the threat is if they found out that I was this person, they would then not give me the respect that I currently have and potentially take what I have away from me. The truth matter is nine times out of 10, the imposter syndrome is not justified. You do genuinely deserve what you've got. You do genuinely deserve the position, the accolade. You deserve the respect that you're getting. If you're a CEO of a company, you've been the CEO for the last five years, then they're treating you as the CEO that you are. They're treating you for the work that you're doing right now. And if the work you're doing is CEO standard work, that's what they're judging. But in you, for example, you might be judging yourself based on the five years that went before that, or maybe the five years that went before that, or maybe even when you were at school or when you were a child that wet the bed. So what happens is instead of treating yourself with the respect that you're currently due because you've evolved to this person and you genuinely are this person and therefore you deserve to have everything this person has, you are still interacting with yourself in regards to a previous version of yourself. This we see over and over again, by the way, you might be that CEO, for example, and then you go home to your mum and your mum still treats you like you're the 13-year-old kid that you were. Your mum might treat you in sweet ways, like you're still a child, and she may talk to you in negative ways, like you used to be. So what happens is people that know us really well and they know our whole story, they do, to some extent, struggle to see us in the capacity that we currently are. Let's say, for example, you went to school with George Clooney, you were acting school with George Clooney, George Clooney wasn't very good at acting at the time, and let's say George Clooney made a mistake on stage, and let's say George Clooney lost out to a leading role to you and embarrassed himself, etc., etc., if you met up with George Clooney later in life, you wouldn't necessarily be treating George Clooney 
as the George Clooney that we all love and know from films and TV, you may still be interacting with George Clooney from the kid he was when he was at acting school. If you've got a CEO that now heads up a massive blue chip organization and corporation, if you remember that person from when they were just starting out in their business or when they were starting out in their careers, and you remember them making all these mistakes, etc., it can be very hard for you not to see that in the person that you're currently seeing. So this is what happens with ourself. Imposter syndrome is where we interact with ourself in the past as opposed to treating ourselves with the respect that we're due today. So what we have to do is we have to educate ourselves if we are suffering with imposter syndrome, we educate ourselves with who we are today. We have to acknowledge the growth of who we are as a person. We have to acknowledge our abilities and our skill sets. It's not about disregarding who we were in the past. It's just acknowledging that that's who we were in the past. And this is who we are in the present. And I deserve all that I have right now. In exactly the same way that you might have to go back to mum after you've had your own kids and your own family and you've become the CEO, you might have to go back to your mum and you say, you know what, mum, I really respect and appreciate what you're doing for me, but I need to educate you on who I am right now. You know, I'm a father in my own right. I'm a mother in my own right. I'm an adult in my own right. You might not want to because it's quite cute to go home and be treated like a child. Do you understand that? But you get what I'm saying here. I had a friend at school I hadn't met for years and years. I've run this business now for, what, best part of nearly 10 and a half, nearly 11 years. I've helped hundreds, if not thousands, of business owners. I've spoken on stages to audiences of up to 800 people. But when he met me, all he would talk about is our time in sick form. And he kept talking about these flaws that I had when I was 18. He was bringing up all these stories of my mistakes when I was 18. Now, I don't know why he was doing that. That's irrelevant. But fundamentally, he still saw me, even though I was in my 40s, he still saw me as this 18-year-old with all of the vulnerabilities of that 18-year-old, the flaws, the weaknesses of that 18-year-old. He was interacting with me as the 18-year-old, not as the 40-something-year-old business owner that I am, that I was when I met him, with all the credentials and experience and all the work and development I've done on myself over those previous years. And it's interesting because... Having those conversations made me really uncomfortable. Having those conversations reminded me of that person that I was, the person that I've worked so hard to improve upon. I don't reject who I was in the past. I don't hate who I was in the past. But fundamentally, I'm very proud of who I've become from that place of starting my life out. I felt uncomfortable being treated as that person. It felt unfair to be treated in that way. And in that moment, I start to feel like that person again. And it's an alien concept. This person that he's interacting with me as is someone that I don't even recognize in myself, but suddenly starts to feel familiar to me. And it's uncomfortable. And then you start to question yourself. And then you have to keep yourself in check and say, you know what? He's only dealing with one aspect of who I was, not really appreciating the man that I've become today. And then you realize that's exactly what I'm doing to myself when I feel this imposter syndrome in me, when I feel like I'm going to get found out, when I'm thinking of myself as I'm not as perfect as I think I should be for the respect that I'm getting. I feel like maybe the wrongdoings of my past, you know, the things that I've done that I'm not necessarily proud of, you think, you know, people, if they knew what I'd done in the past, would they still respect me for who I am right now? And do I truly deserve what I've got right now, given some of these things I've done in my past? You have to sit back and understand you've grown, you've grown, you've developed, and you've earned every single thing that you've got. You've earned it. There should be no guilt. 
No imposter syndrome. If you are now a successful business owner, it's only because you've earned that. If you were a failure in 20 businesses before this business, it doesn't matter. The success that you have right now has been earned. This is who you are today. This is what you deserve right now. You may have some vulnerabilities. You may have some flaws and weaknesses. You're not concealing those. That's who you are. But you are also all the great things that people are interacting with when they see you as the leader, the business leader, the hero, the sports person, when they see you as the great actor, when they see you as the successful business owner. You are that as well. So it's not disregarding the position you have today. It's not disregarding the respect you have today, the success you have today, just because there's also these weaknesses and vulnerabilities in you. It's all part of the same person. And the things that you did in the past only bear relation to what you're doing now in terms of how you use those to grow into who you are right now. So start to treat yourself as the grown-up that you are. Start to treat yourself as the adult you are now. Start to have that relationship with yourself as that successful person that you are now, the person in position, the person that has high ideas of where they want to get to, that has big ambitions of what they want to achieve. Treat yourself with the respect that you deserve. Treat yourself with the respect that you've earned. And then remember, if you don't suffer with just a little bit of imposter syndrome, you're probably not pushing hard enough. You see, imposter syndrome only happens when we are operating at a level that we feel that maybe we don't deserve yet, or maybe we feel that we haven't earned yet. And therefore, by its very nature, it only kicks in when we're being ambitious. It only kicks in when we're pushing ourselves. This is why imposter syndrome is a syndrome for successful people. 90 plus percent of CEOs suffer with imposter syndrome. Many, many successful business owners suffer with it. Many top level actors, musicians all suffer with it. Authors, they suffer with it too. Successful people are plagued with the doubt that they aren't as good as people are seeing them or they haven't earned it, or they don't deserve what they've currently got. Therefore, if you don't have just a little bit of imposter syndrome, you're probably not pushing hard enough. You're maybe not operating a high enough level. I don't want you crippled by imposter syndrome. I don't want you to suffer with imposter syndrome. I certainly don't want imposter syndrome to stop you from achieving what you can achieve in life and stop you from enjoying what you have achieved in life. But if you've got just a little bit of imposter syndrome going on, the chances are it's because you're being ambitious, you're being aggressive, you're pushing yourself, you're pushing your business and you're pushing life. And therefore, I want you to try and eradicate it from your life, but equally understand that it's an affliction that affects successful people. And therefore, you're in very good company. You definitely don't want to accept large amounts of it. You don't want to live with this. But if you are like many, many, the majority, I would say, of business owners out there right now, suffering with just a little bit of imposter syndrome, then just understand it's a natural phenomenon that successful people feel when they're pushing themselves into the unknown, when they're pushing themselves into uncharted waters, when they're pushing themselves against their boundaries and they're taking themselves outside of their comfort zone. 
Nice one. Thanks for listening. Just to let you know, one of the best things you can do to overcome imposter syndrome, one of the best things you can do to be a well-rounded human being is to put yourself in environments where you don't feel you have to be something that you're not, where people respect you and people treat you for all that you are. They treat you with respect and they deal with you and interact with you for who you are being today. And they respect you for who you are today in combination with also acknowledging and understanding your flaws and weaknesses and your vulnerabilities. When we set up our success groups eight and a half years ago, our core founding value was that of safety, to create a safe environment where you could come and you could be authentic, you could be flawed, you could be successful and you could fail. And it was a safe environment that meant that you could continually push yourself forward, continually grow yourself as an entrepreneur, and of course, grow your business and create the life that you want. If you're a business owner, whether you're starting out, whether you've yet to hit your first 100K, or if you are a seasoned business owner doing multiple hundreds of thousands in turnover, and you want to take your business to the next level, then please do check us out. We have a group waiting for you that is perfect right now. Check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll drop that link in the descriptions below. If you're ready for a conversation, then why not drop Tracy Miller an email? Tracy.miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll put that in the descriptions as well. We would love to hear from you and talk to you about how we can support you in your ongoing entrepreneurial journey. We'll help you with ideas and innovations. We'll help you with your goal setting. We'll help you with your self-esteem issues, your confidence issues. We'll make sure that you're pricing your products rightly. We'll help you keep you on track with your marketing, your systems, your processes, your hiring. We'll make sure that you get the input, the advice, the help, the support, the nurturing, the kick up the arse and the accountability that you need in order to deliver against your ambitions and to create the business that you want. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.